Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus before we start, Jesus. We thank you for your presence here, how good you are to us, and that you're preparing us to live with you when we leave here. That our life all about, all here is all about learning how to live in your kingdom before we even get there. Even to live in your blessing, to live that full life that you intended for us. We thank you for teaching us. We thank you for just opening our eyes to see the truth of who you are and the good that you have ready for us. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. So, you know, he was talking to me today about living in the kingdom partly in and partly out. And we don't want to live in part of the kingdom. We want to live in a whole. And can you imagine, I used to have these dreams, and God just reminded me today and showed me what they meant, where I lived in part of my house and not all of my house. Can you imagine living in part of your house and not occupying the other part of your house? Or not even know that those rooms exist? Or, you know, what about some of those rooms that, like, you've seen here and there, where everything's covered with white sheets, it's unoccupied? And that's what he's showing me, that the rooms in my dream represented blessings that we're not walking in, blessings that we don't even know are there. And to get from room to room, to live in his blessing, bless when you go in, bless when you go out, you know, Deuteronomy 28, when you fully obey the Lord your God and you're blessed whenever you go in or whenever you go out. And he's saying those rooms. When you walk in that room and you do what he's telling you to do, you're going to be blessed for it. You're going to have that plan that he has for your life. You know, we know the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, the plans I have for you and they're good, but we got to walk in that plan. But so much of the time we're just stuck, you know, like a, a record. You know, if, if you remember the records, we had the 33s and the 45s, and if there's a scratch in it, we would get stuck. And it would get stuck, and it would just get stuck in that one spot over and over. And he's saying when we don't walk in his blessing, when we don't obey him, we get stuck in a room, and we're stagnant, and we're not even showing how good God is. We're calling ourselves Christians, yet we're stuck in this um, disability. We're stuck in this debt. We're stuck in uh, this mindset of fear. We're stuck thinking that We're never going to get anywhere or be anything. We're stuck believing a lie. And he's saying, if you would just do everything I told you to do, you would go from room to room. There would be things in your life that you never knew existed. Maybe those dreams tucked in your heart that you know secretly you would want to come to pass, but you're so stuck in your life the way you are. And it's because you won't obey him, because you won't get out on the water and just try it. You know, sometimes when I don't know what to do, I just do it. And then God corrects me and I'm saying, thank you. Thanks for looking out for me. And this just happened to me yesterday. You know, I wasn't sure what to do and I kind of rushed into it. I didn't take time to listen and I did it. And then this morning I knew it was the wrong thing. And I didn't get all bent out of shape about it because, um, like I used to, but because I know he's looking out for me. I got out on the water and he's saying, no, that's not the right way. But when you walk in what you already know, and we forget what we know for not constantly paying attention to the Word of God, we forget what He said. And that was the case with me. I forgot what He said. 
And so I want to stay in this room and obey him and then move on to the next room. Move on to the next blessing. Don't get stuck because you had to have it now. Don't get stuck because you couldn't believe that he would do that thing for you. Don't get stuck believing for your healing and just laying down your faith and not moving forward. Don't get stuck there, but seek him. Seek him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Just seek him and love him and care about what he cares about. That's what's going to happen when you seek him. When you keep on knocking, that door is going to be open to you. When you start caring about what he cares about, when you care about his law, when you care about his precepts, when you care whether it's the right thing for you to do or not, in his opinion, then you're going to end up loving him because you're going to see all those blessings flowing in your life. And so I'm not just teaching you this from a book. I walked this out. He told me that when I learned how to live in his kingdom, that I would be blessed in every area of my life. And so I've been seeking that and seeking that. And in order to know the word of God, you got to look at the word of God. In order to know God's opinion, you got to know God's opinion. He is his word. John 1, 1, in the beginning was a word and the word is God. So again, those rooms represent his blessings and he doesn't want you living partially in the kingdom and getting stuck somewhere because even when you get stuck there, you know, you're going to end up falling backwards. You're going to get offended. You're going to get out of faith. And you have to have faith to live in those blessings to go from room to room. And we know faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing. If you don't hear it, you can't believe it. And if you can't believe it, you're not going to think it. And if you're not thinking it, you're not going to be saying it. You're not going to call Be calling those things to be not as though they were. So get excited. God is on your side. If he corrects you, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. He has a good plan for our lives. So you want to learn his way so you can live fully in the blessing he has for you. You want to unveil those rooms and occupy those rooms. So those things you never thought of that he has for you are going to start happening. All of a sudden, you're going to see a room in your life that you didn't know existed. And it's going to be exciting. His way of living is exciting. You know, people think it's boring and you're locked in and you can't do anything. That's because a lot of Christians live stuck in a room and we're giving off the wrong example. We're not showing the Father. We're not showing Jesus. Jesus came so that we can unlock that door and we can have life to the full until it's overflowing. And we start showing that life. Then we're going to be doing that work that Jesus called us to do. He said, do what I was doing. Do that greater work, and that is to live in his kingdom, his way, and represent him. And he said to the disciples, if you represent me, I'll give you anything you want as long as you're representing me. And then when you do that, you're glorifying the Father. So when Jesus comes, you don't want to find out you were stuck in a room the whole time. You don't want to think that. I mean, you don't want to be in that place. And that room might have had something to do with your eternity. So James 2.10 says, For whoever keeps the whole law as a whole, it's an amplified classic Bible, stumbles and, and stumbles and offends, and one single instant has become guilty of breaking all the law. And so you can't have, the whole point is, you can't have all these blessings if you get stuck in one area. If you don't obey him, you can't move on to the next room. You can't move on to the next blessing. You have to obey him. You, you have to keep all his law to live in his kingdom. You don't live partially in the kingdom and partially not. 
You're not going to just put one foot in your house and keep the other foot outside the door. You're not going to just live in part of your blessing because then you're not representing him. You're not living that full life. You're not allowing him to give you more than you can ask or think. Ephesians 2.10 says he has a good plan for you. He has a path for you to walk. He's going to recreate you in his likeness so you can walk in that path. He recreates you in his likeness by showing you his law, his precept. And you just have to be willing and obedient. And then he's going to bless you in the city, bless you in the country, bless when you go in, blessed when you go out. All that you ask for is going to be blessed. So don't get stuck in, in, in the word of God. Don't get stuck in one room and think you can't do that one precept. You can do it. You can owe no man nothing. You can receive your healing by his stripes. You were healed. And so I just want to challenge you. Get on your knees today and find out which room you're stuck in. And know that Jesus is long-suffering. He isn't here yet because we haven't represented him. We have to do his work. We have to look attractive to the world so he can come because it's not his will that one should perish. He'll go after one lost sheep, and that's what he's doing through you and I. There's someone in your life that you can affect, but if you live stagnant, if you live like that broken record, stuck in one room, and not going any farther in your blessing, you're not looking attractive to him, and the devil's going to have everybody following him instead of us having, being that represented for Jesus and us following Jesus. People are going to quit and give up. They're going to get offended, and it's our call to do his work. So you never ask Jesus to come and live on the inside of you. Revelation 3.19, 3.20 actually says he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you invite him in, if you heed his voice, he's going to come in and he's going to dine with you. And so you want to do that and you want to do it quickly. Jesus is coming. It's not his will that one should perish. So we all got to get going and occupy all those rooms, all those blessings so that we can represent him, so that we can carry his anointing in our lives. So people feel his presence in our lives. So our our lives look good. They're to look good. We're not to be sick and broke and depressed and addicted to things. And so we got to get on our horse and do this right. So let's pray, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you are knocking at the door of our heart. And we want to heed your voice. We don't want to live just saying one thing and doing another. We want to represent you. We want to heed your voice, and we repent of not doing that already. So we thank you that that you would just come and live on the inside of us and help us to heed your way so we can show who you are. We love you, we praise you, and we give you all the glory in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. If you said that prayer, I'd love to know. And remember, unveil those rooms. Occupy every blessing that he has for you. Don't be a stagnant Christian, but show the world who he is. Get on his side. Okay, so thanks for listening to it. God bless you.